after a messy year, an inter-holiday mess. This is way over our heads. It's a weather and climate podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. Kenny, how you doing? Oh, I am happy. How are you, Jim? <laughs> are you happy because of what is coming? Oh, or? you know, I'm, okay. it's the end of the week. It's True. the end of the year. It's been a fascinating year. And we do have a fascinating weather system knocking on our door. All right. Well, anxious and interested in talking about this. Anxious, I guess. We'll get to the anxiety part here yeah. a little later in the podcast. Do we have a special guest with us today? We have a special today? guest who has weather anxiety. We'll introduce her in a little bit here. But okay. Very good. Uh, first of all, we're at the Town Hall in South Minneapolis. Town Hall lanes, although you cannot hear any bowling. Oh, it's tonight. bustling. It's bustling. Absolutely. So anyway, we have a major end-of-the-year storm bearing down upon us, don't yeah, it's we, it's perfect, isn't it? It is, So yeah. it's a Friday night uh, of, what would that be, December 27th, Right. as we are recording. So most people are going to hear this on the 28th or maybe the 29th. So on uh, Saturday morning, heavy precipitation is going to start moving into Minnesota. It is going to get down to business on Saturday. We are going to have ice and sleet and then rain throughout much of Minnesota. And then Saturday night and Sunday, we're gonna get heavy, heavy snow out in northern and western Minnesota. One final push of heavy rain over central and southern Minnesota, then it's gonna shut off. The rain's gonna shut off on Sunday, but it's gonna keep snowing hard in western and northern Minnesota. It's gonna basically be a blizzard out that way. And then, uh, and then we get a little lull, and then some snow moves back in to the rest of Minnesota for Monday. Now, since we have both rain and snow and a line between, I assume, where it'll be raining and where oh, it'll be yeah, snowing, sharp is this a really tough storm system to make accurate predictions about? I, I mean, I think, I think the wild card with this kind of system is where exactly will that rain-snow line be? You know, here in the Twin Cities, we get, we get, we're very self-centered, and as long as it's not in the Twin Cities... It's easy for people to forget about it. But we got listeners in Brainerd and in Bemidji and in Alexandria. And those areas, the rain-snow line is going to be somewhere between those places. So we don't know exactly where. And that's the main wild card. Because where it snows and mostly snows, you might get a foot. You might get 15 or 16 inches. Whereas uh, if you don't get very much snow because it's too warm. You might get the same amount of precipitation, but it's mostly going to fall as sleet or as freezing rain, or for a lot of us, it's mostly going to be rain. <laughs> There's going to be rain and thunderstorms. It's late December, guys. It's going to be rain and thunderstorms over southern Minnesota here. So, uh, yeah, rain and thunderstorms. Just say it slowly. Rain and thunderstorms. Yeah, well, you've got a good voice to say it slowly. Oh. <laughs> Well, what's going to be interesting about this is so we're talking potentially ice storm conditions, but we're also potentially talking blizzard conditions, especially in northwestern Minnesota, correct? Yeah. Because you're going to have snow and high winds. Yeah. So in the in the Twin Cities area, I, I would say it's more like a slippery storm as opposed to an ice storm. When we think of ice storms, you think of driving freezing rain that brings down power lines and trees and I don't think we're going to see any of that. There is some risk of that on the Buffalo Ridge in southwestern Minnesota and in some of the, you know, Worthington area. 
and then also up um, near the North Shore, there's always a potential for, the, for, those are the areas that are most prone to it. So we could see more severe conditions there. In the Twin Cities and southern and central Minnesota, it's basically from whenever the precipitation starts Saturday morning until sometime in the middle of the afternoon. It's like a, um, some of the streets that aren't treated are gonna get slippery. Sidewalks will be slippery if they're not treated. Uh, driving on major roads will probably be okay because they're going to be treated. So, uh, but yeah, having rain falling and freezing on untreated surfaces is, you know, that's that's pretty dangerous. And then you get to, again, there's a little bit of a time delay. The heavy snow is really going to begin Saturday night and Sunday in western and northern Minnesota. And you're right, it's going to be close to a blizzard. There's going to be very low visibilities. It's going to be a heavy, wet, kind of heart attack sort of snow and it's going to be driven by 30 mile an hour winds with some higher gusts. So very nasty, especially say north of Highway 2 in northern Minnesota. And I'm just going to shoot this one west of Highway 71. Okay, yes. Mm -hmm. All right, we did that. And that, that's probably the your two corridors where it's going to be the worst. Red River Valley especially looks pretty tough right. from the kind of East Grand Forks area down towards Moorhead. Uh, and then once you get maybe south of there, Big Stone County, Traverse County, kind of along the border of the Dakotas is where it's going to be the worst. But again, west of Highway 71, north of Highway 2, that's where we expect to see the heaviest snow in Minnesota. Okay. Well, this sounds like the entire state, more or less, will be impacted some way by this storm, whether it's snow, whether it's rain. Does any part of Minnesota escape the storm? Maybe the Halleck area will get away with not too much. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. So the northwestern corner, you know, think Minnesota's about 85,000 square miles. If you take the northwesternmost two or 3,000 square miles, they might get spared, get a little less precipitation, or if they're lucky, almost no precipitation. But the rest of the state, you're right, half inch to an inch of precipitation at least. There's indications that parts of central and eastern Minnesota might get up to an inch and a half, possibly even two inches of precipitation by the time this thing winds down on Tuesday. Tuesday. Whoa. I said Tuesday. Oh, my goodness. It's going to start on wow. Saturday. It's going to go into Tuesday. So. Is this unusual, Kenny, to have an entire state, the size of Minnesota in particular, impacted by a single storm? I wish, if we could rephrase that, let's okay. just ask, is it unusual to have the entire state of Minnesota impacted by this kind of storm in late December? Ah, okay, good qualifier. How about that? Yes. yes. The answer, I would say, if you base it on the last several years, no. Jim, if we rewind, if you dig through the archives, go back to just before Christmas of 2018, I bet you, you and I talked about this same thing except on Boxing Day or December 26th wow. of last so one year. one year ago, yeah, almost now, to the day. Now, yeah. we weren't doing a podcast in 2017, but I can tell you that the week between Christmas and New Year's that year was very, very cold, and there wasn't any kind of big precipitation event. But 2016, we had a storm that was just like this. So three out of the last four years, we had these big rain-making storms with some, a mix of rain and ice over much of the state and snow, even blizzard conditions in the northern and western parts of the state. So 
Historically, these things weren't very common. Recently, we seem to be in a bit of a rut. Three out of four. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty good. Yeah. And when I say that these storms were similar, I mean one to two inch precipitation totals. Uh, last year, the storm produced over a foot of snow in northern Minnesota, northwestern Minnesota. Kind of started out with a wave in the Twin Cities area of snow and sleet and then turned to rain. There were some thunderstorms, so very similar. Uh, the main difference between this year and those two other events is that those years had more wind overall than we expect. This does not quite tip tip the scales in terms of being like, you know, an all-out raging blizzard. It's going to just, just fall a little short. So it's going to be windy, but I don't think until... For most of the most of the weekend, I don't think we're going to see those 50 and 60 mile an hour winds. We might see 40 mile an hour winds where it's snowing, but in the Twin Cities, uh, with with the low pressure center kind of drifting right overhead, it's probably not going to be that windy until we get into Monday. And again, Monday seems so far away, but that's a day where the kind of remnants of the system washes through, and we get possibly several inches of snow with wind. Wow. But first, we have rain, thunderstorms, and possible ice storm across parts of southern and central Minnesota while a near blizzard rages over most of western and northern Minnesota. Not so bad. We're, we're talking about a uh, potential three-plus-day weather event here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good one. Yeah, absolutely. Although, again, for most of us, I would say, again, east of Highway 71 and west, or I'm sorry, south of Highway 2, we're going to take most of Sunday off. Sometime Sunday morning, precipitation is going to shut down kind of from south to north across that area. And while the snow continues to the west and north, it's going to shut. All precipitation will basically come to a halt over the Twin Cities and St. Cloud and probably Rochester, even Duluth. And then Sunday night and Monday, it'll redevelop. And it'll actually probably push in from the northeast weird this is a strange storm wow. yeah the dynamics of it if we were more meteorological in our discussions the dynamics would be pretty interesting here well i suppose the upside of having a storm like this hit at this particular time is number one on monday schools are out they're on vacation um a lot of people who traveled for the holidays are back in town or will be coming back tomorrow. Oh, I love what you're doing here. Um, and there isn't probably a whole lot of travel the week of New Year's. All the ways that um, this is a good situation. I'm trying I to, love I'm it. trying to make love the it. best of a not yeah. necessarily great situation. Also, people who like ice, they're going to love it. <laughs> people who like rain in the winter, they're going to be delighted. Uh, ducks. <laughs> ducks. This is fantastic for ducks. Well, we're going to talk about something now. We're going to turn to the psychology of weather yeah. and weather anxiety. We actually have a guest with us today, and Kenny and I love the weather, and our guest is interested in the weather and actually enjoys learning about it, but is anxious whenever there is a weather situation like the one that we have coming up. So uh, I'm going to introduce her. Her name is Mary. Hello, Mary. Hey, uh, Kenny. I, I am no psychologist, so I can't help you at all. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but I'm just, I grew up in rural North Dakota where these types of storms were sometimes literally a matter of life and death. And I just remember we lived in the middle of, you know, a little small town. And to get anywhere, we had to drive, and watching the weather was just a major obsession. 
and going every time it was going to snow or going to blizzard or anything, it just kind of like, it, it just put a pall over everything. And I think I grew up that way, and now every time I hear this big, these big blizzards, it, it brings it all back. It's, it's interesting because we always think of this sort of upper Midwestern spirit as being almost unbreakable because of the weather that we have to endure. And it sounds like maybe that was true for a while, but then is, is this something that you've noticed more that like as you've matured uh, that you have become more, have a heightened awareness of what could go wrong with yeah, the weather? Yeah, I that, think I do. And yeah? in, in the wintertime, yeah, it's, it's the bad roads, it's driving, it's getting into a car accident. In the summertime, it's, you know, I've got these crazy, awful linden trees in my yard that I think are going to tip over and crash in my house. And I don't know. It, I mean, it's I know it's crazy, right? So you don't like I hearing. I know you're laughing. No, but. no, no. You don't like hearing about <laughs> no. the things that might. I mean, right. you know, in any one property, you know, we talk. So Jim and I talk. There's going to be a severe weather outbreak. One of the things we are concerned with is tree damage. But it tends to be pretty isolated, even in the worst, you know, so in, in the worst storms, most people don't get affected. But are you saying that just even a remote possibility kind of that? Right. That, that, and I know it's irrational. Sure. Because I'm a very logical person, but yet there's something about the weather that just kind of, I think it's because I can't control it. Oh, and, yeah. you know, I'm at the mercy of Mother Nature and... Yeah. I kind of go there, and I know I know it's completely illogical, but oh no, it's okay. I mean, but it, but that's that's it. I I've always loved the thing that you hate. <laughs> I mean, I've always loved that. You know, if the weather amps up a bit, it can really it could shut down a whole city. It can if it catches people off guard, they're screwed. And I mean, with the exception of harm happening. I've always sort of liked that, the fact that as we've modernized and become more technological and become more interconnected, that we're still really at the mercy of this. So, so the thunder blizzard of two, of April 2018 was so delightful because here we are in an age where you can talk to people around the world instantaneously, and people, you know, are tweeting about not being able to get out of their car because they're stuck on a road somewhere. To me, that was this is, that was great. That was a good, you know, muscle flexing by the weather. But so tell us, we're talking about a, you know, you live in the Twin Cities, so we're talking about some freezing rain, some slippery conditions. You know, basically dangerous for about an eight-hour period from late morning into the mid-afternoon or so on Saturday. What's going on with you as you think about that? I'm gonna hunker down and watch a bunch of movies. And that's and that, that that's okay. That sounds great, yeah. right? I'm not going out. Okay. I'm not gonna risk it. I worry about people not paying attention when they're driving yeah. and getting into an accident. Right. So I'm just gonna hunker down and yeah, watch and, it out my window. And we never know exactly how these things are gonna go down. We could, you know, for listeners, there's a big difference between sleet which is the precipitation that freezes from rain before it hits the ground, and freezing rain, which is rain that freezes as soon as it hits the ground. Big, big difference. And even freezing drizzle, which is just like mist that happens to freeze on contact, is a lot more dangerous than sleet. And there's kind of a fine line 
this could end up being a sleet storm, which is just like coarse, ends up being like coarse snow, no harm done for the most part. Uh, so we don't even know how this is going to go. This could all be for naught, right? I mean... I just, I just need to learn to love it like you do, Kenny. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know if I'd wish that illness upon anybody, but that's uh, that's very good. Well, very good talking with you, nice Mary. Talking Thank to you, you. To Kenny. All right. Well, we should point out that next week we're going to recap the weather of 2019, and we may have some uh, we may have some more stuff to tack on to an already record-setting year. Correct? Yeah. What's interesting is the state climatology office has already kind of closed the polls. Oh, they have okay. Have to do it. I mean, you right. have to you have to blow the whistle at some point, and you want the story to go out before the year begins. So, uh, it, it turns out that the biggest story of the year, and according to Minnesotans, and I would agree, was the extreme cold outbreak at the end of January, 2019. For one, northern Minnesota, the town of Cotton had 56 below, twice. Wow. for an air temperature oh. that actually ties for the fifth lowest that's the fifth lowest temperature ever recorded in minnesota so not bad uh the other thing uh is that we had wind chills in the negative 50s right here in the heart of the twin cities that had not happened since 1985 so it had been a while so it was kind of this throwback cold outbreak dangerously cold and also very low temperatures and it seems to be what most Minnesotans remember the most about last year following or this past year following close closely is the overall wetness this is definitely going to go down as Minnesota's wettest year on record absolutely breaking the record from 1977 and then the February record snows were also on people's minds then there's a big break between that and the next the next candidate. So yeah, we'll talk about that next week. And we'll also talk about how this storm that we're talking about right now is almost like, oh, it's the embodiment of the entire decade. So uh, yeah, that'll be fun. So we'll wrap up the year and we'll wrap up the decade when we do this again next week. Excellent. Well, Kenny, in a nutshell, what can we expect starting, say, Saturday the 28th through Tuesday, Tuesday the 31st. Sure. Yeah, okay, so I guess one thing we should mention is this is not the kind of winter storm that's gonna be followed by bitterly cold air. We're not gonna go deeply below zero, except you know maybe some negative single digit values up in Northern Minnesota and some negative 20 to teen wind chills. But this is not the kind of system that's followed by an Arctic outbreak at all. All right, depends on where you are. In the Twin Cities, Rochester, uh, St. Cloud, up to almost Duluth, maybe even into Duluth and even towards Brainerd and out to Wilmer. This is predominantly a rain event. There will be some ice, uh, meaning freezing rain and maybe sleet, possibly accumulating on surfaces, causing slippery conditions. And again, in southwest Minnesota near Worthington, and on the higher terrain near the North Shore, that could actually be more problematic ice accumulation. But we're looking at an inch or so of precipitation in these areas, maybe even a little bit more. To the north and west of the area I just described, so again, north of Highway 2 and west of Highway 71, it's going to be mostly a snowstorm from Saturday night into Sunday, 
and we could be seeing a foot or more of snow in some areas with strong winds. Um, it's going to be hard to get huge drifts of snow because it's going to be heavy, wet snow. So even though it'll be wind-driven, imagine snow that's plastered onto vertical surfaces, walls and windows and doors, as opposed to forming gigantic 20-foot drifts like we see in some of our blizzards. Then um, we're going to kind of reload a little bit, and on Monday and into Tuesday, it'll probably start snowing over most of the rest of Minnesota that had gotten missed by snow for the first round. And we... You know, it looks like the potential for anywhere from one inch to up to a half a foot more snow. So maybe three to six inches even in the Twin Cities on Monday. Uh, nothing, you know, it doesn't look like a major blizzard or anything. And then the whole system moves out Tuesday and will remain, you know, we'll get cooler, but there's not even any strong signs of below normal temperatures for the next uh, several days. So next time we record, it still may be... Uh, Still may be warm and you know December after the cold start is going to end warmer than normal across the entire state of Minnesota. All right well we will convene again in about a week we'll uh, deconstruct this storm and talk about the major weather events of and, 2019. And we'll ring in 2020. Absolutely we're way over our heads it's a weather and climate podcast I'm Jim Dubois, Kenny Blumenfeld's climatologist we're here at the town hall lanes in South Minneapolis. Kenny Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you, and thanks to our special guest, Mary.